know what time it is, everyone. It is time for episode nine of Prospectology. I'm your host, Luch. But first, listen to our sponsors. How are all my Prospectology fans doing today? I'm your host, Luch, and we are back with another season outlook, but not on one of my top 10 ranked nationally college football teams. I'm going to have them have it on today the University of Central Florida Golden Knights and starting off in 2019 they were 10 and 3 and before I give you my prediction for this year I want to give you a little bit of the key returners coming back this year that'll help the Golden Knights uh cornerback Dylan Gabriel running back Otis Anderson tight end Jake Hescock Wide receiver Trey Nixon. And on the defensive side of the ball, cornerback Aaron Robinson and safety Richie Grant. Now, last year, uh, the Knights came off a pretty disappointing 2019 campaign according to team expectations. But uh, they're poised to bounce back huge in 2020. Um, Just my opinion, but... I believe they'll have a, a successful 2020 campaign, and here's why. Uh, last year, all three losses that they had were by a combined seven points. They were in every game, and it's a, just a matter of a play didn't go their way or a drop pass or just one key moment in the game just didn't swing their way, but look for them to bounce back on that. The offense is led by sophomore quarterback Dylan Gabriel, who uh, threw for 3,653 yards, 29 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. Not too shabby for being a freshman last year and stepping in to provide a spark. Um, They were the second nationally ranked offense in yards per game, which were 540.5 yards per game, and fifth in the nation in scoring offense with 43.4 points per game. Uh, He will have a great returning offensive line. They they return three out of their five starters up front, uh, and they'll have some competition at the tackle position with a transfer graduate from Tennessee, Marcus Tatum. Uh, This will be... A fun unit to watch uh, to see them manhandle opposing defensive lines. At the running back position, the Knights will have a three-headed monster with Otis Anderson, Greg McRae, and Bentavious Thompson to provide a fresh rushing attack. They can each provide something special to that backfield and give each other a break. Uh, However, Otis Anderson was their leader in rushing last year with 726 yards, so look for him to build off of that. Uh, In the receiver room, they will need to replace the production from Gabriel Davis, who uh, has since moved on to the NFL and was drafted by the Buffalo Bills, but I believe they will with... Uh, returner 
returning wide receiver Trey Nixon, who was second in receiving yards uh, with 830 yards and seven touchdowns. So look for him, uh, Marlon Williams, and uh, big-bodied Jacob Harris to provide the spark uh, to the passing game. Uh, along with their tight end, Jake Hescock, who is an enforcer in the blocking in blocking in the run game and has very soft hands in the passing game, even though he only had 11 receptions last year. Uh, he had three touchdowns and 100 yards receiving for when they did give him the ball. And I would like to see them use him more in the passing game, especially in uh, in the red zone as a mismatch. I think he could provide a, a huge spark in the, in the red zone and kind of keep teams off uh teams defenses on edge to not knowing where the ball's going cuz if you he gets into a rhythm catching the ball then that just opens up the the running game and then you got the big receivers on the outside that can make big plays so it's kind of like a a win-win situation, but I'd like to see him get more involved in in the offense. But he provides a very impactful blocking in the in the running game. So look for him to continue to do that. On the defensive side of the ball, the Knights starting four on the defensive line will be enough to cause havoc in the backfield all year uh, with DN's Tremont Morris Brash and Randy Charlton and on the interior Kenny Turnier and Kalia Davis look for them look for those names to handle most of the bullying and uh, provide pressure on the quarterback and, and running backs and it's a pretty solid uh, defensive front, and they do have some depth behind them too. So it'll be refreshing. Um, And they also return some experience at the linebacker position with Eric Mitchell and Eric Gilliard. Um, They'll hold down the middle of the UCF defense in in their 4-2-5 defensive alignment. And to top it off, uh, they will have one of the best uh, back ends that I think the Knights have had in a, in a few years, if not um, one of the best secondaries in the country. And just some of the names in that in that secondary is uh, Brandon Moore, uh, Richie Grant at strong safety, uh, free safety. Antoine Collier, uh, Aaron Robinson at the Nickelback, and uh, and then Tay Tay Gowan, and uh, it could be one of the best secondaries that I think they've had in in, in quite some time, and they should be noticed nationally for having the playmakers that they do in that secondary. So look for their defense to kind of 
be solid and the offense to continue to put up some points. I have them going 11-1. and one. And just some of the games that I, I think will give them some trouble is uh, first game overall, North Carolina led by Mac Brown. Uh, they have some, some playmakers on the defensive side of the ball in uh, Chaz Surratt, brother of uh, Sage Surratt from from Wake Forest, the receiver. Um, I don't know their quarterback situation at North Carolina. I, I don't think they'll put up a lot of points, but I think that North Carolina defense is, is building on on a productive season last year. So I look for them to kind of give UCF a little bit of problems that first game, but I, I think UCF will be able to handle them first game of the year. Uh, they just have the better team overall. Um, at Georgia Tech, uh, I know Georgia Tech's not that great, but going to Georgia Tech, uh, it'll be a tough game. Um, at Memphis, Memphis seems to always have that high-powered offense, so uh, look for that to be a possible game which they could lose. And uh, I think the only game they lose is at home against Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati brings back a pretty strong team, uh, especially after winning the AAC last year. But look for uh, I look for UCF to have enough firepower on offense and enough playmakers on the defensive side of the ball to... Um, and I very well could be wrong. They, I, I hope they go undefeated. And uh, I I do see them dropping one of those games that I mentioned. Um, but look for them to push for a New Year's Six Bowl again. And kind of raise the bar like they were in 2017, 2018. Get back on track a little bit. Uh, especially after the season they had last year. Although it was great, but not up to the standard that they're used to playing at and expectations. But all in all, I think they have a solid team on both sides of the ball. Uh, Special teams, they'll have a competition at kicker. So look for that. But I really love this team on paper and... uh, Wish them success in a healthy 2020 season. And that's my season outlook on the 2020 University of Central Florida Golden Knights. Thank you all for listening. And stay tuned for more episodes of Prospectology. I'm your host, Luch. Have a question, comment, concern, just want to chat? Hit me up on my Twitter, at Luch Bryant. Look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for more exciting things on Prospectology.